Good afternoon, once again live from the International Convention Center in Santon. Today we focus on the documentary Blood Lions, the expose which follows an environmental journalist Ian Mishler and American hunter Rick Swayze as they uncover the realities about the multi-billion rand line hunting industry in South Africa. In uh, 2015 alone, more than 800 captive lions were shot in South Africa, mostly by wealthy international hunters under the conditions that they are anything but sporting. In the audio you're about to hear, Ian goes onto a breeding farm and you'll hear some aggressive farmers who resent his line of questioning. The bottom line that cup petting, volunteer recruitment, lion walking, canned hunting, trading and the new lion bone trade are on the increase and all are being justified under the guise of conservation, research and education. Here's a sneak peek of the Blood Lions film. I think South Africa is most probably one of the only places in the world where we breed lions commercially. And we breed them for hunting. We're talking of uh, six to 8,000 lions in captivity. It's not against the law. It's extremely unethical and immoral and against the animal's welfare, but it's not against the law. Breeding wild animals is no sin. Part of the story, part of the narrative is brutality. Every single day in South Africa, at least two to three captive bred and reared tame lions are being slaughtered in Cape Town. I'm an animal lover, therefore I am a hunter. It's not like we're mass murderers that just enjoy watching things die. It's all about somebody going out there and having fun killing a lion. from the United States. I'd like to see about uh, doing one of your lion hunts. And that audio, courtesy of the Blood Lions team. Well, joining us now is uh, Pippa Hankinson, the producer of the film Blood Lions. Pippa, good afternoon. Good afternoon, Kravani, and thank you so much for this opportunity. Well, how did you get involved in this expose, and, and, and what was the objective in making such a film? Gosh, well, it happened some years ago um, when I had the opportunity to visit one of these um, breeding farms in the Free State, and um, I'd never been onto one of these farms before, and I have to tell you, it was just with utter shock um, driving in there and just seeing these rows upon rows upon rows of, of lions being mass-bred and inbred and, and cross-bred in many instances in these enclosures, um, with very few... Um, uh, uh, concerns for welfare or conservation protocols. So um, I did some research on it after going home and um, the more research I did, the more horrified I became and what um, was, was apparent was that this industry was not open to public scrutiny. So um, I just felt very strongly that it should be out there and the only way that I could think of was to make a film. Mm. And what does this film highlight? The film literally highlights the captive, captive lion breeding and canned hunting in, in industry in South Africa. We've decided we took a, a middle road. We um, 
didn't want it to be biased. We didn't have a narrator in the film for that very, very purpose. And we interviewed a number of professionals across the board, a number of people involved in the industry, um, and we let them tell their side of the story. Mm. So, yeah. You, you mentioned your first visit uh, uh, was to a farm in, in the Free State. Is that the only breeding farm, or are there others across the country? No. Um, the, we ha There are an estimated 200 breeding farms across South Africa, and I, I I'm told recently that that's a conservative estimate, um, and these are in four provinces across South Africa. So they're in Northwest Province, Limpopo, Free State, and the Eastern Cape. And in those farms, there are approximately 8,000 lions mm. being held in captivity, and um, I believe these numbers are also rising. And, and are these captive bred lions within, or do they fall within a legal framework here in South Africa? Sadly not. Um, the Lion, captive lion breeding industry literally falls between the legislative cracks in this mm -hmm. country. So you have Department of Environmental Affairs legislating on biodiversity and ecosystems and whole species where, and so captive bred lions are it's, it's a bit of a pass-the-buck scenario um, because they say it doesn't fall under them because they're domestically bred animals, but then the Department of Agriculture doesn't have sufficient legislation to, to cover them either um, because they deal with welfare, but they also say that lions are not um, farm animals. So with regards to the lions, what are some of the concerns raised here at CITES? There are a number of concerns. Um, probably the most... Um, important one that I've, I've been, been aware of is, is the, is, is to, has to do with trade. And so it's the growing concern that trade in lions is stimulating the demand for wild lion populations, which is actually leading to a possible decline in these populations. And this is obviously for both, both live lions as well as for lion bones, um, which are, are shipped to the Far East to supplement the tiger bone train. Mm -hmm. So there's a, there's, is a, a very big concern, and there's also a concern that the legal trade is encouraging and stimulating the illegal trade. Mm. Um, that's uh, one of uh, some of the concerns. And then obviously a lot of people that I've been speaking to are very concerned about corruption and the fact that the regulations and the permitting systems are, are not being enforced. So CITES ultimately will then deal with the African lion or the wild lion, so to speak, and the captive bred lion really don't have a space at this conference. So why did you attend? Well, we were hoping, we would, I mean, our, we would love to see lions um, move from CITES Appendix 2 to Appendix 1, which would give them greater protection. Um, it, it doesn't seem as though that's actually going to happen, but we are hearing that there is going to be some movement around lions. And, you know, any awareness around that, unfortunately, um, it's, they're not, it doesn't deal with the, with the captive bred lions, mm. but um, we, we attended CITES also to continue to raise global awareness. You know, CITES is a, a, a for, forum of global decision makers, so it's vitally important that we are here and that we have a presence here, and we will be showing the film as well while we're here, and we have a couple of side events as well. Fantastic. Now, wh what's your objective with the Bloodlines film, you know, at large? Uh, to see an end to captive lion breeding and cant hunting. Mm. That's our ultimate objective. Mm. And, 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 and how can South Africans listening in help put a stop uh, to lions being ultimately bred for the bullet? 
There are so many people out there that are really, really passionate about ending this industry. We've just had a global march that's literally waved across the world, starting in, in Australia and finishing in America, where more than 150 cities participated, and there was a huge global march here in Johannesburg that culminated on the steps of CITES. Um, there is a growing movement, and we ask that everybody can join us with this movement. And obviously, we'd like people to see the film. Um, it's available on takealot.com and please pass it on. If you do buy the film, to please pass it on and show the film. We'd really encourage screenings and then of course our social media to please follow us on Twitter. Our website is www.bloodlines.org and, um, we, and follow us on Facebook as well. Will all of this help get it to, you know, to the attention of government and, and perhaps get it to fall within a legal framework? Kravani, all we can do is keep the pressure up. We have to keep the awareness up and we just, we just literally need to just keep going with this. Well, Pippa, we wish you all of the very best with the film. Uh, you've been listening to Pippa Hankinson, the producer of the film Blood Lions. As uh, she said, you can view the details of this film on www.bloodlions.org. And that's where we leave you on day seven of uh, CITES COP17 conference live from the Santon International Convention Center. From me, Krivani Pillay, and the team, it's back to you in Johannesburg.